Eight. Eight. Welcome to episode eight of season two of Bottle Pop. I'm joined by Little Boots. Myself. You are. We are applauding each other, and it's the last episode. <gasps> of, no. I know. But it's actually. I'm quietly relieved because I'm exhausted and stressed and overworked. Oh, Victoria. Babe. Yeah. You need to get out to LA. No, I'm joking. Just be kind to yourself. Just be kind. Loved it. This might do like a wellness week or something. Wellness week. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Drinks one ju- green juice. Just green juice. Me. Literally, and then on a weekend, just blow it all away. I know. But um. No, it's been a, a, I mean, it's been a fun season. It's been full of technical issues, like my hard drive breaking and my cursor breaking and things like that. But we made it. We got there in the end. Yes, absolutely. And I'm really happy I managed to fit you in, because you're so international at the moment. I know, I'm just always a... Little Boots DJing around the world. I know, it has been pretty hectic. It has. Every time I look at your Instagram, you're in Argentina, you're in (laughs) Mexico, you're in... It's been like, it's been a busy year actually. I've been, like, even like that last week, I was like, got in from LA to London, went straight to Cannes, DJed there, Bougie. like, went to some like private island thing, and oh. came back, went straight to Ascot, DJed at Ascot in a hat, oh, yeah, and that. headphones, got back, DJed in London, like, it's just like all over, you know. And um, where's Wicked? Like, I'm so yeah. happy. I'm still like it's brilliant. Writing, DJing, playing all of the all of the music things. I saw you last in March, yeah. and we went for breakfast in oh god, Bon Bon Appetit, whatever it's called. Where is that? Yeah, Bon Vivant, bon in Atwater Village. Yeah, the confused French restaurant. The confused restaurant. Yeah. I, mean, I couldn't quite tell what it was, and you got some attitude from that uh, secondhand shop guy who was sort oh, yeah, of yeah the record shop he yeah hates you, me. yeah he really does doesn't he yeah it's because i went in and uh saw a this like it's like a casio um little keyboard attached to a boom box mm. and um it was like 300 bucks and i googled it and there's one on ebay for 70 and i told him yeah and, he, and then i went and bought it happy. and he did not approve and he was like well has it been like has it been service? Yeah, so I was yeah, like, yeah. No, but it still doesn't cost like two hundred and thirty dollars. Oh, we had to uh, leave and be like, thanks. I bye. was like, what can I say? My car dealer's daughter from Blackpool, so uh, yeah. I'm gonna be wheeling and dealing. And she's gonna get a deal <laughs> at the end of the day. And are you going to Blackpool Pride this year? I don't. Is that Blackpool Pride? Britney Spears is playing. It's, it's not. Is it not Pride, Pride though? Is it not? I don't think oh, so. It's the the illuminations are opening, and she's doing um, that. the night before, which so it must be that weekend. And when's September? Or Something then September first. So I'm considering flying in for it. I think because you should. Britney Spears in my hometown. Yeah, it, the mind boggles. And Pitbull's playing as well. Fuck. So really? I think I'm gonna have to fly in. Basically. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, maybe I can like DJ at the Britney after party yeah. or something like, like flamingos. Um, oh, but yeah, God. no, I was up the other week. Um, I'll be going up there. I was love black popping. Yeah. Just love all the illuminations with all the Coronation Street stars. Oh yeah, they've got all sorts now. They've got like Greg's pies that animate now. No. Oh yeah, they've got all sorts. It's so northern. I should go and get a prosecco because I am actually gagging. Oh. All right. For a for a little drink. And um, do, 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 do. I'm also sweating. Yeah, it's very we are sweaty. Uh, it's not as bad as LA. LA's like 100 and something degrees. Like uh, crazy. Apparently it's just like being a hairdryer on your face. Uh, I know. So yeah, I'm escaping one hot place for another. Disgusting. Aww, thank you. Some Isle of Prosecco. Yeah. Which I got from Broadway Market. Oh, fancy. 
fancy. Yeah, fancy schmancy. So I'm gonna try and take it easy because I haven't eaten any lunch because I'm doing this thing where I starve myself. Oh, you're doing one of those. I yeah. don't want to drink too much either. Well, don't really worry, we don't have to have all of it. You're cooking, aren't you? Sorry. Maybe. I can't remember, <coughs> remember how to cook. I've not eaten anything but hummus since 2016. Not looking even good for it. Looking good for it. Just looking brown. I've never been this brown looking in brown, life. Brown berry. It's weird. Alright, the last... The when I got addicted to the sunbed in 2005. I genuinely... I'm still addicted <laughs> right now. Are you? Yeah. A little bit's good for you, some people say. I think so, once a month. Once or twice a month. <laughs> last bottle of the season. Aww. 2018. I'll probably do like some one-off specials here and there. there do some go. in LA. It's nice people. Yeah, well hopefully I'll be getting out to Los Angeles in the next few months. Yay! Thank so, you. Little Boots. Victoria, what would you like to toast to? It's a bit of a sensible one, but I wanted to toast to the return of songs okay. in pop. Yes. Into that. <laughs> Who were we referring to? Well, I've just been talking to a few people lately because I'm I've been saying for a while songs. Oh, that's nice, fresh. Songs are not in fashion. They haven't been for quite a while. It's more about the hooks or yeah. riffs or production. Production, you know. So, and I'm just such a classic. Don't bore us, get to the chorus, girl. Yeah, I'm a pop song fan. Like, I, I like structure. I like the, the, you know, the return. I love, like, a mm. great abstract, as we both do. Yeah. Um, and those kind of songs, like, have not been in fashion for quite a long time, but yeah. people are saying it's going to come back. It's coming home. And I cannot wait yeah. for pop songwriting to come home. I think it's definitely hard to, um, to quantify what, like, what's popular because I'm in this bubble, mm. I think, where I listen to a lot of music and none of it is in the charts really or it's in the very lower reaches. Mm -mm. So there's been a lot of people doing that for a while, but I think hopefully it's gonna break out into the mainstream and because it's just been hip hop basically for the last five years. And a lot of hip hop trappy and stuff. like trappy stuff. And like I mean, very soft R and B like Yeah, or you know, like the EDM stuff which is like they mm. literally, you know, it's not about a the, drop. It's, yeah, it's not about the the hook really, um, which is. Oh. Is that outside? That is yeah. really loud. What is it? Is it? Um, yeah, it sounds like it, doesn't it? Party. Someone's getting amped. God, that is fucking loud. Downstairs. It is. There's a Venezuelan restaurant when England were playing Colombia. It was like mental. Mental down there. I watched the Brazil game from a. The one Brazilian bar in this tiny town in northern Spain. Wow. And people were... Niche. Yeah, I know. More fluid. No, people were going nuts. It's yeah. really funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, re the return of the song would be great. I was literally having a discussion on Facebook about Remedy the other day. Really? Yeah, literally like a really long thread. <laughs> Why? Like, this, um, a friend of mine, Julian, also called Julian, was, um, his, his status was something like, the chorus, is this the chorus or is this the post-chorus? And is this the beginning? Isn't it a really long chorus? Because it was two like... Two choruses, mate. Yeah. And, Why and have I, one when you can have two? And that's literally what I said. I was like, I think they're two separate sections and both are serving as a chorus, an A chorus and a B chorus. Because it is, when you type out the lyrics to Remedy, it's literally like, there yeah. is no repetition whatsoever. This it's, is like, bang, 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 bang. It's a double chorus. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember we wrote it and then it was just me and... It was a really weird session. It was like, me and Red Worm... Red one. Entire studio is red. Is it? See what you did there. Yeah. And I didn't even know if it was like they were like just go down. It might be a session. It might be a meeting. So I was like, what? And it, I was only there for about three hours. And you had this track which I later found on my computer was called like for Britney or something. Oh god. And um, like the backing track. Yeah. And um like 
We just wrote it really fast. Yeah. And then... It's like, always the best didn't way. Didn't think much about it. And then the label were like, yeah, this, you've got to go back. Flew me back there to finish it. And we worked on it all day. Wrote, in Sweden? Um, no, in LA. All oh, right. In the Moppet studio, in Jim Henson's. <gasps> no, studio. really? Yeah, yeah. A little room there. It was all red. And um, stuff was like just kicking off for him. So he was like quite excited. And, yeah. Like, we just like thrashed it out. And like, yeah, it was good. Um, and then... We sent it to the label, the label were like, don't do anything without like, our approval. You've got to like send, email the, like anything you write through to mm. like the head A&R, who I won't say his name, <laughs> in um, Atlantic US and stuff. And I was like, I can't like, work like this. I can't like send yeah. every hook across to New York for approval. Yeah, it's that like, is maddening. destroying the process yeah. of writing a song. And then we finished it, sent it in, and then they called up and were like, only two days to do it. And they're like, yeah, we think it's a little too Euro, so maybe just go, like, what do you do for the chorus for thinking it's maybe the verse? Right. And I was like, you know when you're like, knife in yeah, 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 like, yeah. oh my god. Are they, they talking about the actual chorus that still yeah. exists? Really? And so the next day, we, we spent the whole next day writing a whole new chorus, yeah. like, section, completely different. I wish I could remember it. Mm. And sent that in, and they were like, oh no, we actually like we did yesterday. Like, Fucking we want to go with I that. I bet you don't miss that, I was just, not, not one bit. Like, I was like, It's horrible, isn't I was like, it? I knew what we did the first time was good. Yeah. Like, why, you know. They just want to be... Um, they just want to meddle, like, have a say or something. Yeah, like that's what it is, to feel like they own part of it. Yeah, it's definitely an, an ownership. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's weird, because the opposite street extreme now is, like, I don't have an A&R. Yeah. And I miss it. Like... A little bit. I have to really trust my gut yeah. and the people close to me with good ears. Yeah. But your um, latest EP, I think, is, is amazing. I'm a massive fan, as you know. You. Every time a song or a video came out, I was, like, on the fan. This is amazing. Yeah, you were I'm obsessed. Me. But, I, honestly, and... I, I don't just say that I, I do. I rarely listen to m new music and, and enjoy it. And it's perfect. It sort of fits in with your whole world right now, which is DJing a lot and mm. the nightlife and all yeah, of that business. Yeah. And it's it's like it makes perfect sense to me. But are you gonna are you gonna keep pushing that sound, or are you gonna return to more pop, or are you gonna go? I suppose you've kind of done the whole spectrum from like quite dark stuff on the second album to like yeah. It's funny looking back now because you're like, oh, I've got a body of work. You How did that happen? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, definitely right now I'm, I'm trying to finish off the second part of the EP, which is like half done. Yeah. And it's more similar, you know, kind of Tears on the Dance Floor, like marrying yeah. the DJ stuff. Because I wanted to bring this, I was feeling a bit bipolar. Yeah. So bring the DJ side together with the pop side yeah. and marry them. It's and, always really high contact um, with you, I've got to say. <laughs> I love that. I, I love, love it. A, I love a theme. I love a theme, man. Um, but yeah, no, it was very, it's just a, this EP was just very honest. Yeah. And, like, that's really resonated with people, which is nice. So I'm going to finish to smash that out, hopefully get it out. Mm -hmm. and Still working with female, just female. Um, just just trying time. to be diverse. Diverse. So no no rules, yeah. but it would be nice to be well, diverse. It was really novel the first time around. Yeah, but you can't keep... No. You know, it's, it's, also, not, it's not a gimmick, so no, of course it would not. be weird to like stick to that. Part. Yeah, but it is a strange fact that... The, the female producers are fewer far on the ground. And yeah, it's sad. No one really seems to realise that. I, I think, think it will slowly get better because like, in DJ world, we see things slowly start to get better now yeah. and uh, lineups are more diverse and it's become like not cool to only have male DJs on your yeah. lineup in a lot of things. So slowly, I think... But with production, because it's a skill that takes a long time to learn, yeah, to. it's going to take time to trickle down. But I yeah. think in like 10 years, I'll be very sad if it wasn't 
quite a bit more balanced. Yeah. I, I know people coming through and... It's that stereotype, um, isn't it, of men loving gadgets yeah. and, and electronics I mean, and things like that. This and it's morning... Not... I'm sorry to interrupt you. But it's fine. Like this morning I had... Um, I was doing something about a techie new project I've done mm. and Imogen heaps on something and blah, blah, blah. And the mm. guy was like, would it be cool to use the headline Beauty and the Geek because you're beautiful women collaborating with geeky men? Ugh. And I was like, well, if you want. But, I mean, me and Imogen and whoever the other person was are, are like quite technical mm. and I'm sure the men are quite beautiful like yeah. that does feel a bit like going back in time yeah 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 totally so I was just like oh do I have to like point this out still yeah, but that's so frustrating it's fine I, yeah. I still have never worked with a female producer and I, I've been doing this for like yeah, so long now I hadn't until I made the effort so so yeah um, but I'm wrapping that up and DJing a bunch the rest of the year I'm yep. doing a bit of live got yep. a new live band <gasps> oh which really? is nice that's exciting yeah Are and then gonna... Well, next year, well, better not get too far from the mic. <laughs> next year is the 10th anniversary of Hands. Oh my God, repack. Well, anniversary tour. I'm thinking. Come on. I can't, I've not decided, but. You've got to do something. Would people want to come if I did a show and like play. Of course they played would. Played the record live, but maybe did a new twist on it and some other stuff. Do you know what? It'd it's, be quite fun. I. What? The only show that I've been to like that is I went to a Travis one. Okay. And it was a 20... Me and Travis. Yeah. <laughs> I went to a Travis... Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it's fairly common to do that. But yeah. they, they they did The Man Who, the entire album, right. for the 20th anniversary. It was just a, an amazing concert. Just to hear a whole body of work yeah. in one go live mm. played that one album. And it was like quite anal in a way because it all sounded incredible but it was it was it was just like they didn't swerve from anything so mm. maybe that's my one criticism is that they didn't do anything different with it i think i'd do a, a kind of twist yeah and but i've not decided because there's also something a bit tragic about doing that let's be honest maybe i think you should do something if not just a one-off gig or yeah like that's i'd just maybe do a gig in london a gig in new york and LA. Yeah. So, so that's um, a question mark in my head okay um, exciting but i've also decided i'm gonna make my best album ever yeah. So that's exciting. That is. I, I like the fact you've decided this. Yeah, I've decided. I'm like, I'm going to make my best record. That's like the most me. I'm not going to care what's fashionable. Mm -hmm. Even if, you know, 10 people listen to it mm -hmm. or a million people listen to it, I want to just make the most me, like the best record I can do, like technically, like conceptually, like everything. Mm -hmm. um, so if anyone wants to donate 100 grand to make it happen, <laughs> please uh, DM, yep. slide in my DMs. Slide into but DMs. even if not, I'm going to make it happen. And um, just even deciding that is making me really excited. I'm really fucking excited. I also think since going independent and setting up your own label and doing all of that, oh, yeah. I think that's like a natural progression to, to get to the point where you feel like now I'm ready to do this because you've been trying different things mm. and seeing success in loads of different areas but it's like I think you've been doing it long enough now to know exactly what you want to do and like also Spotify has democratized everything yeah and you can kind of you know what your audience is I like, think after yeah. 10 years I've got my like super fans are amazing I've got like you know, people who just want me to do stuff like the first album, but they're still sticking around. I've got like people who just discovered me from like Mix Mag last year. Yeah. Like, it's interesting. Um, but the one thing that just blows my mind is I go all over the world all the time. Mm. And even if it's like one person, wherever I am, someone has come yeah. and knows all the words. Yeah. 
I, you could be anywhere. That must like, be amazing. You know, Istanbul or Buenos Aires mm. or like Tokyo, mm. and it's like or like Carlisle. Yeah. And it's like Wolverhampton. Wow, you know <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. So that's the power of music, and exactly. that's the point, and that's the whole reason you want to keep doing it. Yeah. Like I think for that feeling, and um, I I just think you know you're free to do whatever you want and that's that must be a really nice feeling now to not have that restriction well th- i mean that's the one side the other side is, is the terrifying stress, yeah. stress yeah. of like of being, being an independent artist and keeping your head above yeah. the water but like literally being a paper pusher yourself but then yeah. also having to do the creative thing and yeah you got to wear lots of hats but it's you know i couldn't swap it now i'm complete i've become such a control freak well that's kind of good um, though i yeah. think oh no it's wicked so yeah i'm, I'm feeling like excited good i'm excited yeah. i can't wait and we're gonna hopefully work together again i really want to because we have... I can get in your diary oh it's not me just like off in france yeah but this is like... this is just my life you know i can't I, i've actually been i had like a spring where i was i had so much free time and i was like to text in Ardy, my manager like why don't i have any sessions and uh, then Ardy, my favorite Ardy, your fave I love him. and then now i'm like overwhelmingly busy but I think it's because I've, I'm doing the podcast and then also it's summer and I'm going on little trips here and there mm. and it's just like it thins out your diary with available space and yeah. you're just kind of like oh shit but um, but you're never here anyway so it's like but here I'm here for like a whole month or a yeah. bit longer yeah so, so we'll think, we're gonna we'll make it happen we're gonna make it happen write some sexy tunes some, and we've, written, we've written one song already yeah and we're and, and you obviously that was the opener to the live me, show for ages yes I love that song. It was epic. I really like it. I love that song. And you gave me my break, my big break, what? releasing Indiana Aww, on on repeat. Not, you, you already made your own break. I had not. I mean, it was it was it was definitely it was incredibly helpful. I think, Aww. and that was five years ago in October. Was it? Yeah. I'm a bit sad that we don't do one with the label anymore. But like, it's just really really hard because like yeah. if you're an artist. Like, you know, unless someone gives you money, why would you do that now? Like, you make your mm. money off your Spotify, you're not going to give that away. We were so lucky, if not spoiled, working with Victoria the first time around. Because, no, but it's true, because it was like, everybody was wanting it to, to work. And it yeah. was like your first release, apart from yourself. And and then there's, there's like this cockiness that labels have that it needs to be like slapped out of them. That's not how music works, really. Mm. Like, it's a two-way thing. After that, I did one or two independent things, like, and and they were the most successful things I've done. So it's like, actually, let's just do it ourselves. Yeah, it's like you know, you can't go to other people with music labels or whatever expecting. I, no. in my experience, don't expect like don't if you expect want anything done, do it yourself. Yeah. you're gonna, you know better than anyone. It's your music. It's Referring your to that song, tin. get things, done. get things done, get things done. Um, yeah. So well, that that's really um. That's really heartwarming to say that. No, it is. It's the truth. That. It's the honest you. truth. And I, I, I have such fun memories of that Aww. time. And, um, you know, it's it's so funny because you're... I can't remember who did your graphic design. James, was he called? Not James. That was a PR. Um, what was the... I think it was another James. Another James. So he, he just gave me this font for my name and like that stuck with me and, yeah, and I've, used, I've used it for everything since then. Like, it looks good though. Yeah, yeah. Even, even, even like bottle pop. 
like anything Amazing. even when I do a DJ night I'm like can you use this font please oh, it's, it's, so it's my logo well, it's my logo just remember, a font um, I remember at the time thinking I was really clever because your whole thing was the palm trees yeah and I made like a, a video of like of stock footage yes. of palm trees in the logo yeah and I thought like moving the like, orange thing and yeah. I thought I was really clever no 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 no. So I, like, think, yeah. I made it in the like, iMovie yeah <laughs> I've done that with stuff. But like, I was like, oh, look, I'm an artist. Look at me, I'm an artist. Um, and creative. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I would like to do, I'd like to do stuff with the label again. Yeah. But it's very time consuming and it's very expensive. Like, yeah. So. Oh, I wanted to talk to you about ABBA because obviously I'm, I'm wearing an Alanis Morissette t-shirt. I was just going to say, your Alanis Morissette t-shirt's getting a bit sweaty. It's so sweaty. And Alanis Morissette. And Alanis Morissette. And she's literally, there's like all the blue dyes coming off on my hands and I'm a little bit nervous. So I thought an artist of that level would, would have, have high quality. A better quality merchandise. I'll top you up. Don't feel like you have to oh drink it. Oh god, I'm supposed to, it was my one night not drinking. I was in Spain all last week and I, oh my god. Well, it's more food. We just ate everything in San Sebastian. Don't worry, this is relatively good for you. Um, Prosecco. Ah, great. So yeah, so, ABBA. ABBA. Well, I mean, you know I can talk about ABBA for days. I mean, we, I'm pretty sure we've bonded over ABBA before, and every time I go to the ABBA Museum, which is twice. Have you been twice? I've been twice. I've only been once. You comment, this is the happiest place, the best place on it, earth. It's like, the happiest it, place It literally is, isn't it? I mean, if I ever get married to Benny or Bjorn, yeah. I think I'll do it in the ABBA Museum. Oh my God, that's such a good idea. Can you imagine getting married in the ABBA Museum? I'd love that. And then you know they've got um, Benny's <laughs> piano, that's yeah. hot link to his piano <gasps> on the island where he writes. Yeah. So if he just started playing, it would play in the museum at your wedding. I literally lingered by that piano for quite a long time. And there's also the phones that they sometimes call once a year. Oh, and I didn't it's know that. one member of ABBA is on the other end. Oh. So if you pick it up, you can be like, hi, like, and so talk to Benny. Good. But I'm well, so I'm not Benny. You are, you I was on Jonathan Ross with Benny. No! Yeah, and I've got a signed vinyl to him saying, Happy birthday, Victoria. Fuck. Um, of The Visitors, my favourite record. Yeah, the Yeah, visitors. but I was sat next to him in the, you know, the green room on Jonathan yeah. Ross, and then he did like a chat and piano. Are you kidding? And I was like, Benny. Are you kidding? No. I actually think Benny was like quite hot back in the day as well. I mean, he wasn't that hot on Jonathan Ross, but he's no, quite old. No, he's aged But it now. was like, the lineup was me, Benny, yeah. uh, Sandra Bullock, oh my God. and Emma Watson. Wow. Yeah. What's she like? I mean, I didn't really. We did. When was this? I think I better like to nail polish. Twelve. Okay. Maybe ten. So what was Benny plugging at that point? I think actually someone dropped out and somehow he ended up on it. Really? You remember these have four puffs and a piano? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did a song or something. Okay. I don't think he was plugging a lot. No. He was having a chat. Because they're back on the um, the promo push now. Because obviously, Mamma Mia. Fake reforming. But what's that about? Well, it is happening because I, so obviously in Abergeek, yeah. I've been back to the museum and they've changed the last half of the museum now. So there's like an after Abba section oh. and there's like a chess room, there's a Mamma Mia room. I like chess. Yeah. There's a Frida room with all her solo stuff and there's an Agneta room and then there's that Swedish musical they did as well. And there's like all the costumes and all the vinyls and loads of pictures of like Frida with Phil Collins and... Cool. It's, it's really good and then at the end there's like a piece of like script and it's updated from last time I saw and it was like see you in 2018 so it's like official but it's all together like doing ABBA songs so they've ABBA recorded stuff. two songs wow. so if you follow ABBA official on Instagram there's pictures of them in, in the studio I might have to do this literally in the studio so yeah ABBA are coming back and I think it's going to be Christmas 
Um, well, that's exciting. But yeah, that's... I'm a massive ABBA fan of. Yeah. Um, you went mad in the, the shop. I right? went mad in the gift shop. I've been a fan forever, but um, there's just real songs. And like every bit is a chorus, really. Yeah. Like, every hook is could be a great chorus and it's like yeah. the beavers or something you know yeah but and actually like even though it's very uh, some of it's quite like you know anyone can it, it's the perfect pop because anyone can get into it anybody mm. can sing along and get into other but actually when you delve it's quite there are layers there's layers you mm. know emotionally lyrically yeah. and also like sonically like some of the stuff off the visitors is Incredible. Really, like that was the first album and pressed onto a CD. That was. Was it? Yeah, and the first album digitally mixed or something. I mean, some of the like the production and the synths and the visitors is yeah. really quite dark and like really weird. Yeah. Um, Have you noticed the lyrics in ABBA in general are quite dark and in 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 a sort of um, like paranoid way, and it's all about people taking what they can get from other people. Mm. And the visitors is obviously like about the Cold War and communism and everything. It, there's such this, like a dark, there's cynical a edge tension, to it. I think. Yeah, there's a tension that's necessary because when you're making such happy and yeah, melodic, sweet, beautiful music. music, like there needs to be that tension, otherwise yeah. it's not going to work. And that's why it, you keep coming back to it. Yeah. Like tension in pop music, I think, is so important. It's really important. And it's the like Swedes food, food full right. of sugar, you know. Yeah. Well, somebody told me that um, in general, Swedes are so good at pop because the way Swedish translates to English, right. it translates in quite a specific way, whereas where it seems it's deceptively simple. So it, they translate to English, um, and it sounds simple, but right. then there's a few things that are like, ooh, yeah, you know. And you can kind of hear that when you listen to ABBA, like things like um, The Winter Takes It All, you know, the, yeah. the, the lyrics are quite, there's a, like an oddness there. But yeah, even though it's a yeah, very yeah. straightforward concept you can get on board with. It's yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, totally. A twist or an odd word, and like Max Martin, similar. It's often those odd words yeah. that are the sticky words. And it's a darkness that is kind of from the sort of melancholy that they have, because they have like this burst of summer for three months that's just heaven. And Sweden is like the best mm. place on earth in the, in the summer, and then it just descends into darkness. this darkness, and it's yeah. and that kind of melancholy is great, and it kind of provides almost like that a Swedish personality, where in the winter they're really reserved and really quiet, mm. and nobody talks to anybody, and then in the summer, I was literally there last month, and they were just everybody was so happy and so smiling, yeah. and, and it's incredible the, the the juxtaposition of the two. It was like a different planet. I, I couldn't get over how different it was. Well, I mean, London's like a different planet right now, I think. Oh my, it is way. weird, yeah. And you know, the, the, one of the biggest things I noticed moving to LA is how basic humans are. Yeah. Because the weather affects you so much. Yeah. And if you're in a place where it's warm and you can go outside every day, yeah. people are just genuinely more positive. That's true. And when I come back here, I notice like, the negativity and, and anxiety now. And it's yeah. like a, but it's not necessarily specific or individual it's like a collective yeah you know, like january london it's a collective depression yeah to and it, totally it it's horrible um Everybody's but the flip side of that is, is now la or la where you're like it's the same every day and you become in this kind of bubble of yeah. sameness that totally. sometimes you need to come to london to wake up from so i respect you for sticking it out because i think i think when i think of you i think of you as being really northern hmm. and i think it's almost the opposite to what your default would be. Oh yeah, I mean my parents came more like, what is this? What is going on? What is this hell? And I think maybe that's the only way you can survive it because you're kind of just a little bit like, fuck it. 
it's you know weird because I mean? you start losing your self-awareness and then yeah. you're like shit like who am I you know I thought I was ironically enjoying this stuff but now I'm just enjoying it yeah for the sake of enjoying but it that's nice happier, so <coughs> yeah I mean, so it's interesting it's not a forever place like I don't see myself being an old lady there right but it's right now it's really inspiring all of my like team like my managers there I know my 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 publishers are there mm -hmm. and one of my really really good friends is is has moved has just moved there um and it's it's like it keeps drawing me back and it's fascinating the one thing that the one gripe I have is the nightlife like I cannot stand the fact that everything closes at two but maybe that's good because then you got just nowhere to go as well who knows I'll be I'll be back I'll be getting back to Abba anyway um, what's your favourite ABBA song? My favourite ABBA song? Um, Day Before You Came. Good choice. Yeah. I do believe that came number two in the UK. They did like a poll. Best ABBA song? Yeah. What came number one? Dancing Queen. Really? Yeah, but, every, but everybody, I thought it was interesting because Day Before You Came was like one of the, the what well, it was the last single. Yeah, well you know apparently she recorded it in the studio in the dark and did one take Fuck. and everyone went very quiet. And then um, she just came out and that was it, done. Wow. It gives you like shivers. Gives you the it? chill. And like the video is quite... Oh, it's so dark. Yeah. Did you think she's murdered in that song, the day before you came? Do you think it's the day before she was murdered? Because it's I mean, like quite... This is why I was great. Foreboding. You don't, you don't know. And the other thing about that that people don't realise is Frida is doing all the operatics in that. She's the one going... Really? Yeah, it's Frida. I didn't know that. Yeah. Who do you think's the better singer? Frida. Do you think? Yeah. But I love Agnetta's voice, like, with a passion. And she's actually a great writer, you know, before ABBA. Her, she um, had a solo career. Yeah, and she wrote all the songs that were really good. And then I was watching something and she was just like, you know, the boys wrote the songs. So when ABBA started, I just didn't really write anymore. Which is, like, kind of sad because she was a good writer. Yeah. It's, the whole story's like got layers of sadness to it's it. It's amazing. You know, the I divorces. Mean, of course, the... you're going to have such emotional content in a band with two couples. Yeah. And then you go on all these like mad world tours, which they got quite depressed. Like, yeah. Most of them aren't. And the 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 blonde couple had had kids, and they had to leave them, and and then the uh, Frida was five years older than mm. Agneta as well, which people seem to forget. And she was relatively famous as well before Abba. Mm. Well, they all were, they all weren't they? In Sweden, yeah. But she um, she actually released an album in the middle of Abba, did Frida, she? and it and it was the first version of Fernando, and it was in Swedish. Wow! And she did, I'd and it's called it's called Only Free Only Frida or something in Swedish. Oh wow! And it was released in 1976, right at the peak of their like imperial. And it didn't do anything. No, it was massive. It was the biggest selling album in Sweden of that year. Wow. She so she was still concurrent like a, a star. Oh, I didn't know that. I learnt that at the Abba, Abba Museum. Museum. <laughs> yeah. Which you should go to uh, right now. Which, yeah. Yeah. It is literally happening well, yeah, on Sponsored by... Sponsored by Abba the Museum. Yeah. Do you have like a, a, an album song that you really like, like a deep cut? Um, my karaoke song is yeah. um, When It Takes It All because... Yeah. It's so um, hard to sing. It's so hard to sing. And you're not allowed to be good at karaoke if you sing like, yeah. as part of your work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's really hard. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, totally. Also, I love like, my Swedish... What I think is my Swedish accent apparently just makes me sound like Count Dracula. <laughs> so I'm like, the winner takes it all. It's xenophobic. <laughs> it's the S's that they do, isn't it? It's like, Beside the victory, that's yeah. what's... Yeah. So, um, I really like Angel Eyes, actually. Oh, yeah. Look into his angel eyes. So that's, that's in Mamma Mia too. Um, is it? Mm-hmm. So 
Love Tiger. I am the tiger. Da, 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 da. Um, I mean, I love all of the visitors. Yeah. I'm like really obsessed. Well, except with two for the price of one, which is a bit weird. It is a bit weird. Like, isn't it? it's about a it's guy so and. Dirty. Yeah, two getting like with the mum and the daughter at the same time. It's how I surprised. Yeah. All of the songs that Bjorn sings are weird. A bit creepy. Yeah, a bit creepy. Slipping through my fingers. Yeah, Slipping, Slipping through my fingers, fingers is great. Is good. I really like uh, Elaine, which I think was a. Uh, it was on. It was the B side to Super Trooper, I think, mm. and it's really interesting. The lyrics are really dark in that. Is anyone going to be in this interested in how much yeah. other geeks we are? Yeah, they are. Of course, they are. <laughs> I think it's great. They they're literally. They're like the third biggest selling musical act of all time. Who's two and one? The Beatles and Elvis. Oh. So I love that on the first two records they have to write on the oh, their names. That you know, just so you know who just it is. Just so you know. Um, did you three. get the classic photo at the museum in the helicopter in the arrival helicopter? I did, yeah, on my own actually, which is a bit weird. Yeah, I got it. Really, so. <laughs> and I got the one on the bench where the kiss is. Oh yeah. And um, I thought that yeah, what album is that off? Is it in the inlay or is it just a famous? Which picture? one? Where they're kissing on the bench. Oh, I think it's like a Swedish version of something. Uh, yeah. Um, I got a photo on my own of that on the nice. bench. Nice, just sitting on the bench. Just there with them guys. Oh. Um, so yeah. My you... other favourite is uh, If It Wasn't For The Night. Oh yeah. It's just a beautiful Wasn't song. Fun? Yeah, that's Voulez Vous is actually my second favourite album. Really? Um, I mean, yeah. the covers of yeah. these three are... Oh. Who would you rather, Benny or Bjorn? Benny. Like Shag, Marry, Avoid, <laughs> Abba. Um, Shag, Benny. Yeah. Marry. Even though he's got the creepy songs. No, yeah. Bjorn's the one with the creep creepy songs. Oh. Bjorn. oh, yeah. yeah. And then probably marry the women together in some kind of thruple. Oh. And then avoid Bjorn. But also... Bjorn. Bjorn just used to when I was a child. I just used to he just used to repulse me. He's a bit special. But I really love him. I think he's aged well, more so yeah, than yeah. He has aged like, well. He actually looks really good now. Mm, yeah, he does. Good for him. But I also I love I love I love all of them like unquestionably. <laughs> and um, yeah, there we go. Take it easy, take it easy. There's just too many good songs. I know. But um, speaking of good songs. So, All right. it's the time of the evening yeah. for our Orcs Cable Choices, and uh, what is your first song, please? I can choose, just because everyone knows most of the other songs so well. Yeah. This song I discovered recently um, in LA, Crate Digging, with the LA Disco Vinyl Crew. Cool. Um, it's a song Freed, of Frida's solo career called yeah. I See Red. Stunning. And it's... It's a grower, but after a few times, it's just really vibey. It's quite good in this heat wave. Okay. So, yeah. Looking forward. Never made sense to me 
I love it. Literally, that's going on my like heavy rotation. It's really good. It's like perfect proper, for this weather. Yeah, and it's a proper anti-chorus. Anti-chorus. It's a little bit like the police. As yeah, well. it's a bit policey. And I love the police. Um, and yeah, I didn't think that, but you that know, white Scandi reggae, Ace of Basie. Yeah, and yeah, Scandi, and um. Yeah, I didn't. It is quite my kind of melody, actually. Yeah, that, like, it's funny. So you said that someone sent that to you because it sounded a bit like you. The, I the think vocals. that must have been in there. It hair. is. No, it is. As, as soon as I heard it, I thought that. But I love it. I really like it. Thank yeah. you. It's a grower. Love Frida. Yeah. Everybody, check out the album. Something going on. It's incredible. Okay, I'll get it on. So. What's next? Track number two, please. Well, I was thinking. I've got a big love for this area of the '90s. That's like. Everything but the girl, oh, yeah. dub star, sneaker yeah. pimps, yeah. you know, like kooky girls with breathy voices yeah. singing about complicated things <laughs> yeah. over like dancey pop beats. Yes, yeah, some and spoken word in there. Yeah, as well. and that's very my vibe. Yeah. Um, and I grew up with that stuff. So I mean, I've, I'm obsessed with that that little niche. I haven't for a long time. Yeah. Um, so it was hard making a call. Like Sneaker Pimps, um, Six Underground was obviously up there. Classic. Everything but the girl missing is still yeah. one of my favourite tunes of all time. And also Walking Wounded, I really what, liked. Oh, that was Wrong. Amazing. So yes. Good, so many good tracks. Um, and you know that whole little area like Saint Etienne. Um, but I decided to go for Dubstar. Oh. I think they're from Manchester. So are they? A bit northern. I northern. Feel like we love the north. I really like um, Not So Manic Now, but Stars is the classic. Oh, God. I absolutely love this song, Stars. Put it, whack it on. Whack it on. Album Disgraceful. <laughs> Amazing stars oh, by Dubstar. 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 Which I'm I, sure they're from Manchester, actually. I literally haven't heard that for years. It's great, isn't it? And yeah. do you remember him? Not so manic now. Yes. My favourite lyric. I was having myself the usual cup of tea. Oh, she sings it really northern. Usual cup of tea really? when the doorbell strangely rang. Oh my god. I'm not so manic. So good. Now. Like I love it. Like it's it's so good. You rarely hear and 
rarely hear anyone sing with a Northern accent, apart from like the Human League. I That's started it. when I first started out. I used to sing with a Northern accent quite a bit. It's nice, isn't but it? my accents changed so much yeah. that it's become this strange, strange hybrid. Thing. Yeah. What was I going to play for last year? Um, uh, oh, I know. Robert, Robert Miles. Miles. Robert Miles. Who you just told me died last year. He did die last year. Because I heard he grew excellent weed in Ibiza. Really? He was known for it, yeah. I have no idea what happened to him, but like he's obviously of no age. And uh, <laughs> which one was it, Children, you wanted? No. So Children's the Big Hit, which yeah. I actually played... Um, one on one. One, one on of one. my first DJ sets was at Bugged Out after field day, before Errol Alkin. Oh yeah. Which was at the time terrifying. Right. Like at the time he was the coolest. He still is very cool. Yeah. He was like the coolest DJ in London. Yeah. And I got quite wasted at field day. <laughs> and like was DJing in invert at the time. I had no idea what to do. Oh god. And I played my last song. I played was Robert Miles' Children. And Classic. watching, but it didn't, it bombed. Did it? And watching Errol trying to mix out of it, just being like, no! I'm just, just cringing. And then I had to be up at 5 am to do um, BBC, um, what's the morning program where you cook the food with Tim Lovejoy? No, really. I had to be up at 5 to do that. And I remember, Sat- Sunday kitchen. He was like, can you cut these strawberries? And my hand was like shaking. No. And it's like, and Louise, um, Louise Redknapp was on. Oh, God. And um, I'm obsessed with the song Two Faced by her. Same. So, yeah. And I, you know when you're a bit stop nervous? Your bitch, yeah. And I couldn't stop singing it under my breath. And <laughs> was, Louise going, stop your bitch. <laughs> stop. And I'd be like, no, stop, stop. Um, and like, That's still so quite shaky. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, good times. Yeah, good times. Anyway, yeah, so... Um, Robert Miles. But one-on-one. With Maria Naylor. With, yeah. Is-
my fun fact. Yeah, actually, really love this song. Yeah, it's right. So good. All of your choices have been amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Into it. Yes. Um, yeah. So, have you ever worked with um, Rick Knowles? No, he's I a haven't. classic songwriter. Yeah, he actually did a lot of the Lana did stuff. Lana, yeah. But he did I'd stuff be, like um, I'd be intimidated by Rick Knowles. TBH. Okay, I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, but like, <laughs> he's kind of intimidating. All oh, right. Okay. Um, but he d- did a lot of like way back. He did like um, not the Bangles. Who's that other band? Like Girl Rocky. Go Go's. He did a lot of the Go Go's. Yeah. He did like classics. He's been doing it. Belinda Carlisle. Belinda Carlisle. And then he's done like you know modern stuff like. Um, Obviously, the Lana stuff, quite a lot of things. And um, he's a really interesting, like, obviously an amazing writer, an interesting guy. Yeah. So he wrote this. Fuck, really? Yeah. And I was talking to him about That's it. That's bizarre. And he was so like, European. He was like, oh, it's but it's Bach. It's like a classical melody. Because oh, yeah, he was yeah, like, da 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 and I was like, fuck, it's Bach. Yeah. And that like blew my mind. And I've actually got really, I play classical piano since I was little, but I've, mm. I've returned to it yeah. recently. And it's really influencing me. And it's, oh. I'm enjoying, like loving it. I'm like getting really ninja again. Oh, and then the way it can like feed back into pop music. Yeah, 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 yeah. fascinating. Which I think of the, uh, the late 90s, early noughties, because of the trancey thing, it was it was really prevalent. Yeah. There's so many songs that had like a classical. Oh, William Orbit. William Orbit, Adagio. You're making me want to just go out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... We used to do a night with my mate Lauren. Yeah. On repeat. Love Lauren. Her partner. They all did a night for a while I was involved with called U4E8. Oh, yeah. That was, uh, they just played all these trans bangers. I actually DJed a couple of weeks ago and the, the last six songs I played were just trance. Like, yeah. And we finished with, it's not trance, but we finished with Rui De Silva just to like, because yes. everybody wants that. Well, we, um, they used to play all the, you know, Till I Come and like, oh, ba, ba, da, da, ba, and like Sounds all those, um, yeah, Sam and like an Encore Enfoir, and like all these. And then um, you realise there's kind of 30 songs, yeah. and then you just got to start again. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. you just went round, and they had like Amazing. a budget laser, it was in like the basement of, um, not Visions, but one of them. Yeah, yeah. So that budget laser and 30 tracks. Sorted. Why don't we just do that? Why don't we just start our own? Why don't we resurrect you? You just before? resurrect Euphoria. It's it was such a good such a good concept, such a good name. Have you heard I was talking to my friend about this the other day though, the the um, songwriting thing of no chance, no chance. No. So if you can't chant the chorus, you've got no chance. Uh, it. So if you can't football chant No more poison be my uh, yeah, emotion. Yeah, you if you that. can't chant the chorus, like it's not uh, it's not gonna be idea. a hit. Okay. No chance, no chance. Right, I'm going to have to remember that. No chance, no chance. No chance, no chance. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. It makes sense. It is a motto to live by. There we go. Um, but I, I am um, coming to the end of the season, so I must thank Peter. Love Peter. And Rob Copsey and Siobhan Donaghy, Lady Siobhan. Lloyd, Grace Medford, Lorna Blackwood, Chris Slade, Maddie Smith and Little Boots for being my guest this season. It's been a record-breaking season. We've been, uh, honestly, I've been overwhelmed by the response, it's been amazing. And I'll be back, I'll do a couple of one-off specials. But um, until then, Victoria, you've been an amazing guest. I literally, my my three favorite AUX cable choices, I'm gonna have like a trancy Ah. evening editing. Yes, yes, yes. But um, it's been amazing. And hopefully we'll work together in a couple of weeks when I'm back from France. And and we've got some great inspiration. I'm literally so inspired. We're basically gonna make one-on-one. Yeah, one-on-one 2018, yeah. Sick. And looking forward to Han's 10 year anniversary. (laughs) So much to look forward to. I'm gonna get some shit about this now. Yeah, you are, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna see you hopefully in LA as well when I'm back. And 
uh, yeah, thank you so much for being my guest, and thank you to everybody else. Bye! Bye.